0: Hello and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Today, we will be talking about building your dry cleaning business identity. And joining us is Kyle Nesbitt. Kyle is Senior Vice President of Business Development Compliance at Edit Texas LLC. And that's a franchisee of Tide Dry Cleaners. Kyle is responsible for brand management, gown preservation operations, information technology strategy and marketing programs and Kyle tells me his greatest strengths are his creativity, his leadership, his planning and organizational skills and Kyle thrives on the challenges of growing at a Texas and Tide Dry Cleaners into a national dry cleaning and laundry brand. So we're very happy today to have Kyle here on the podcast. Kyle, welcome.
1: Uh, Thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, uh, so let's get right to it. Let's talk about building your dry cleaning business identity. And uh, so first off, Kyle, let's tell our listeners, what do you think of when you first hear a phrase like that, building your dry cleaning business identity?
1: Yeah, you know, the first thing that I think of is positioning. You know, a a dry cleaner needs to determine, you know, what visuals will represent their business and kind of mold their identity. I think it's very important that you determine your unique selling proposition, That's kind of the thing that makes you different or better than any other business or local market. At Tide, I've learned that we call these things our points of difference. That was something I was introduced to, and we believe these points of difference drive the way our guests come to experience us, shows what our brand stands for in the consumer's eyes, and um, something we really focus on. Uh, You need to know your target market, who they are, where they can be found, the best way to entice them to your business. It's not a secret. Most dry cleaners are trying to to target a very dense and wealthy population, and you have to decide how you want your dry cleaning business to be perceived. Um, do you want to focus on low price? Do you want to be high quality? Do you want to focus on your customer service or convenience? And all those things play into building your company's business identity.
0: Uh, you mentioned a couple of things there, and I know one thing that uh, is on probably a lot of listeners' minds is what what they do in their communities. So um, another question, do you think things like being a speaker at an event, for instance, or having your business be part of a community event or even a fundraiser, are all those things part of an owner helping to build up this identity?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Tim. Uh, Being a speaker or being out in the community, doing a fundraiser, are absolutely part of building a business identity. You know, most Dry cleaning operators conduct their business in a in a one or two micro markets. Um, the owner is always on premises, and he serves as kind of the major ambassador in building a company's identity. I would say, though, uh, an owner should caution uh, himself when deciding to put somebody out in the public to speak. If the speaker can't make the brand shine as a professional expert, I wouldn't do it. Also, I find it kind of funny, but we're in the clothing care business, and. I've always felt like you need to dress like clothing care is your livelihood. Um, so <laughs> yeah, always look professional. <laughs> always look professional and be clean cut. So it's very important to us that those guest service representatives provide the same great level of quality and customer service each and every time because that represents our brand
0: that's a that's a really great point. we are in that business image is very important getting on to another point um, I know you've been around you've seen change in the industry apps have come in texting new new technologies of course routes are always something we want to grow and there's an emphasis on younger clients now millennials and things like that. do you think changes? like that affect how a business message gets delivered? Like maybe there's, I I don't know, new channels and things like that, you know, social media and other, other ways.
1: Yeah. Well, Amazon and technology are absolutely revolutionizing our world. You know, businesses now, we need to provide a seamless omni-channel experience uh, regardless of whatever marketing channel we're using. You know, uh, a guest can engage us at our store on our website, on a mobile app, through social media. Um, They can call us on the phone. They can access us on their mobile smartphone, on a a tablet, a laptop. And at each one of those touch points, we want to make sure that our brand is consistent and complimentary. In uh, my marketing for profit seminar, I tried to drive home that we're not in the dry cleaning business, you're in the marketing of your dry cleaning business. And uh, that marketing has to be consistent all the way across those touch points.
0: Talking about that, going across all those touch points, let's talk for a second just about branding, which I, I know is just a part of this all. It's, it's your name, it's a slogan, it's a symbol. So for listeners, how key is it for all those different elements to work across these omni-channels, especially in our you know, dry-cleaning uh, marketing efforts, as you
1: say? Building um, brand identity is definitely a strategic effort. Like I said earlier, you've got to make sure that each element supports the brand's overall message. So your name, your logo, your design, the style and tone of your copy whenever you write out ads on Facebook, um, the look and the composition of your packaging and your social media presence, they all have to support the brand's overall message. You want to make sure that that's consistent. Uh, we see our our brand identity is quality, convenience, and service. And I would actually add trust. And part of our job as a franchisee is to really protect that brand identity. So we have a really strict style guide that we abide by. And I think it's important for all dry cleaners to have a style guide. And I'll kind of give some examples of that. So you want to make sure that your logo is put on as many assets as, as, as that you have out there. Uh, make sure that it's in the same color Make sure that your logo is always kept in the same aspect ratio. Make sure that um, you're using the same fonts within your logo. Um, And if you're going to use a logo on a colored background or a clear background, just make sure that you're using the same one or version depending on the background.
0: So, Kyle, let's move on to another question. Uh, When an owner decides to brand and expand, quote unquote, in the dry cleaning marketplace, how can we tell them the best way to launch their name and logo to best represent their business?
1: Yeah, something that uh, we learned is consumers need to recognize the brand. Uh, We need to make a big splash in the market. The launch is a very, very critical time to ensure that all our touch points, our design elements, and messaging, as we talked earlier, that they're all consistent. It's important to really ramp up that awareness early. So we need to remember The name and the logo have to stand out in crowd. And that's not just the crowd of dry cleaners that we're competing against. It's also all the other brands that are out there that a consumer uses. Um, I did a little research on this uh, ahead of time. And, you know, you really need to choose your colors of your logo carefully. Color can boost brand recognition by 80% according to Color Matters. So put your brand and colors everywhere and anywhere that you can. And like I said, a new brand in the market, you're not just competing with other dry cleaners, you're competing with all the brands. So we've got to try to stand out and grab intention of the entire market.
0: Of course, it's a big world out there and there, there's a lot of things competing for our clients' attention. Uh, Let's say we have a listener who isn't as used to doing some of these things and wants to expand their brand. So how much planning, discussion, research, market research should go into that decision to expand?
1: Uh, There's a quote out there that says, uh, the man who is prepared has his battle half-fought. When you're planning, you should absolutely give yourself enough time you know, my wife took about 12 months to plan our wedding, and uh, I think you need to treat your company and brand the same way.
0: Only 12 so, months? You got off lucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and it was a fast-paced 12 months, yeah, I'll tell yeah, you. I... So uh, Edit Texas purchased MW Cleaners in March of 2018, um, and we planned our launch and our citywide rebrand to tie dry cleaners, and we launched on September 29th. So that's about seven months of planning. Uh, and I can tell you, Tim, that I have never been involved in the number of meetings in that seven months. <laughs> I spent more time in meetings in that seven months than I have probably in my entire career, uh, just planning, planning. But a couple things that you want to consider when you're planning, call uh, the the three Cs: is um, your consumer, um, the demographics and demand, and does that match match your target market? Uh, what kind of competition do you have in the area? how is this expansion going to fit into the company's overall development plan, and does it make sense operationally for you to do it and expand out. That's consumer, competition, and company.
0: Are there special considerations for owners when taking their business identity and its brand to maybe a new region of the U.S. or even going international?
1: Yeah, I think it's um, important to recognize that um, brand identity you have in one market may not translate into another market and that it, it really takes time uh, to build brand recognition into a new market. You know, I know most of the large operators around the country, and it's kind of unusual to find anyone trying to expand their brand into a new uh, metropolitan area. Um, but there are exceptions to that, like Mulberry's, who's jumped from Minneapolis to San Francisco to Dallas. Most of the dry cleaners that I know are trying to expand and capture market share within just one uh, MSA. And uh, But there are exceptions, again, uh, a lot of the franchises like Martinizing and Lapels and Tide and Oxo and Zips, they're all moving from market to market. I will tell you that I can assure that most franchises have spent a lot of hours on research and identifying that unique selling proposition that I mentioned earlier. It's the key, and I'm not sure that anyone has ever figured out the silver bullet.
0: Let's just go back and just touch on the theme again here Uh, building your dry cleaning business identity. And I know listeners, uh, they got a lot on their plate, but let's give them maybe a couple of tips to take with from this podcast about successfully doing that, building their dry cleaning business identity.
1: So I'm going to kind of give you a little summary of what we've been through here. Um, I want you to determine your unique selling proposition. Those are the things that you believe will make you different or better than all the other businesses in your local market. You need to know your target market. Who are they? Where can they be found? The, kind of the best ways to entice them to your business. How do you want your business to be perceived in the market? Do you want to focus on low price, high quality, service, convenience, etc.? You're consistent when you're branding all your elements across every touch point that you have. And then um, you want to deliver a consistent experience. So um, if your brand is high quality, you want to make sure that you have standards and procedures in place to ensure that you are actually producing high quality. So those are kind of my top five for building your business identity.
0: One more question, and this is uh, topical to what's happening right now since the Clean Show is coming. Everybody pretty much knows about it. As the big show approaches, um, what can owners do while at the show to maybe help build the business identity? And I'm sort of thinking here about maybe an announcement or maybe they're rolling out something, or maybe there's another event they're going to time for the show. Um, what do you think, they're, if they're not already doing it, what maybe could we tell them to, to be thinking about doing connected to the show?
1: Well, Tim, you know, I look forward to seeing you at the show, and that's probably one of the things I look to <laughs> most is, is networking uh, with, with other people, other operators, finding out where they're having success in their marketing initiatives and trying to grow their business. As we know, there's great educational sessions that can help a business owner market their business. Um, A few examples, I know that there's the future of marketing is one of the sessions, another one about making a first impression with your website. All these things are gonna work together to support building your business identity. And then um, on top of networking and educational sessions, there's also companies there that specifically work with dry cleaners to help them with marketing.
0: I know it's a great place to share and network and do those important things that we need to do to have our uh, business face out there. Anything else uh, we haven't covered on your mind about dry cleaning owners building their business identity?
1: Yeah, you know, just be patient. You know, building a brand doesn't happen overnight. So you just need to stay focused, listen to your customers, um, be patient. And as dry cleaners, uh, day-to-day operations kind of can take priority for us a lot of times um, when we're thinking about marketing it's just important to carve out that time you know really carve out the time for marketing and focus on your brand
0: well kyle thank you very much today for spending some time with us and talking about our topic building your dry cleaning business identity folks that was kyle nesbitt who was with us here on the american dry cleaner podcast kyle have a terrific day thank you tim the American Dry Cleaner podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest fabric hair industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also, be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us. And also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us here today on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon.